Hello and welcome to the After Dinner Podcast. My name is John Keeley and this is the podcast extension for ROI show 524. Our noted guest for today is artist Gabby Torres, who will be talking with us about themes to focus balance and connectivity to ourselves and to the natural world. The history buffs for today are Brett Bernard and Jay Swords. Jay, you get to start us off this time. Hi, Gabby. Um, so I have a question about, we, we talked in the radio segment about how time can be you know, really stretched out or really compact. And, and that made me think of the theory mm -hmm. of relativity, which we talk about in scientific terms. But I think there's a theory of relativity in art as well, where the inter you, you've got this mix between the, the artist's uh, intent and the viewer's reaction or interpretation, and then the community's response. And so I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit, because I know that you're into community-based um, art and and art that can be experienced um outside and inside as whatever so can you talk about how all of those things mix, mix all those relativities mixed together yeah so um i think that there is you know i feel like um particularly with abstract art there is this you know you as an abstract artist you might be intending to express a concept and a feeling a moment but you put that on the canvas and then you put that up for people to see. And at that moment, you've entirely let that piece of art out. You know, it's no longer whatever your intention was. I mean, that's in there, but really people are coming and approaching your art with a, their own experiences and their own interpretations. And really that's probably, I mean, that's definitely where the magic happens is the moment where that person's interpretation connects with whatever it was that you may have intended or not intended to make. And, and I think that's what's so powerful about abstract art. It really is relative to so many things. I mean, it's even relative to where it's placed. So for me, I, like you mentioned, I'm really um, passionate about community making art experiences for the community and having art in places where it normally wouldn't be and displayed in ways that it normally wouldn't be displayed at in. And so when I did this, uh, I created a public art installation in this underutilized sort of like, you know, it just wasn't being taken care of for a while, uh, a pocket park. And um, it, I wanted to create forest. So I wanted these freestanding frames to sort of these like monoliths to be the ground and so that people could literally walk around and and touch the art because i really feel like um people's idea of art is that it's this thing that is you know it's in a frame it's on a wall it's elevated it's almost like you know has more value than maybe even the viewer it themselves and i really try to create um experiences where the art is like immediate it's on the same level as the viewer and so there's no longer this distinction of something that might be the, considered this elevated artifact and it's just to this object that is now in a part of your immediate experience and so there it's art is just you know your experience of art is so relative to what you bring to it as an artist what you're creating what you bring to it as a viewer where it's placed how it's displayed all of that um, impacts the way 
people will experience and, and interpret art. And I hope that by making it more accessible, people feel more um, invited to not to experience more art and to make art themselves or like maybe they've never been to the figgy but after they see some art in clinton they'll be like you know what i this is for me it's not just for like you know fancy people in fancy places it's something that i can have access to as well right so i'd like to explore that idea a little more you talked about how um the arrangement can uh change interpretation have you ever just randomly decided halfway through a run you need to change up uh, an installation and move some things around or, or swap positions to see if that gives a, a different experience? I've definitely been that person when, like, setting up a show. So I'm probably not the favorite artist to hang a show for, but... Um, I, you know, because it, it does matter. And, and that's when you're hanging a show, it's so important to think about how people are going to come into a room and what's the first thing they're going to see. Um, I'm really excited for this new project that I'm working on right now because we'll be creating, usually when I show my work, it's all, it's, I use rock canvas, but it's always been framed. But this time I'm going to be creating um a t like the the most work I've ever created. So I still have no idea how many panels that will be, but it's going to be on raw canvas and raw silk and linens. And I'm using all natural pigments and dyes and inks that I'll be making myself. I'm partnering with Clinton County Conservation and I have a naturalist who is mentoring me and taking me out into the wild to pick and forage and use these materials to create these pigments so that I will use those pigments to make art with and have this show and create the work for this show. And that's all going to be basically just um, we're going to run, I think, fishing line across the length of, of the Nature Center where we will be having our show. And they'll just be hanging in a little, it'll literally be a room of just like these hanging panels of, of canvas and linen and people will be able to like walk through it. It'll touch their face. They can touch it with their hands. Um, and that, I think, will be really fun and probably an opportunity because it won't be that annoying to be like, okay, let's switch it around now and change it, and maybe it'll have a different feel, and people won't be as annoyed with me <laughs> with that one. Um, and that'll be cool, too, because those, that, those pieces of art, after the show's over, we're going to put them out at different areas, the different conservation that we have in Clinton County, so, you know, we'll have little outdoor installations at all of the conservation areas. Okay. Um, we've been talking about you as an individual with Abstract, but you brought up shows. And, of course, there mm -hmm. are shows that are done by all levels, local, county, state, national, that, you know, focus on themes with abstract art. Have you ever been in uh, with the gallery presentation of... Um, a show that was focusing on abstract art that when you're walking through the entire presentation, of course, you've got your little corner here and this is what I've done. But mm -hmm. when you get done doing this, it kind of opens up in a 360. Uh, does that happen often? Or is that one show that outshines the other? Or have you been in some that you're going like, wow, I'm surrounded by some duds? <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, I, I have definitely had some shows where I was like, uh... Yeah, okay. I'll stay by my corner. 
I'll be here. Um, you know, <laughs> it, that just happens, and that's and that's fine. You know, it's it's good to have the juxtaposition, and um, I I think probably my favorite show that I've been in to date was actually um, a show I had here in Clinton where I um, created this show called Wilds. You know inspired by like three of my favorite locations in town and then I used all just like natural tools so literally I painted like 12 ginormous like massive paintings using my favorite new tool which was like corn cobs that the crows had eaten all the (laughs) kernels out of they make fantastic I mean those are my favorite things to paint with I love those actually you know like I'll start harvesting them, you know, in the fall and just go to all these cornfields and be a crazy person and, and be foraging for that stuff. Um, and that show was really, that was like one of the first abstract art shows that we've had in Clinton in a while. And, and it was open to the public. It was free. I made sure it was catered. There was like beer and wine and people loved it. That was such a wonderful experience to be able to have an art show um, with this work that was I was really proud of that was based on living in Clinton and was really for my Clintonians, for my community. And um, that's probably my most favorite show to date. And, I mean, I've had some fun shows elsewhere, but that was really special for me. Okay, Jay. Um, so I'm just wondering, since John sort of brought up the topic a little bit, um, I'm a, a writer and am part of a writer's workshop, and it's always uh, the, the exchange of, of having your work, uh, reading your work, or in your case, showing your work in front of people that you consider to be peers and getting that feedback. I inevitably find that I get all sorts of inspiration from that that, that almost never has anything to do with what I actually read but it turns into something else down mm-hmm. the road. I'm just wondering if there's an equivalent of that in the art world where artists get together and kind of show their work preliminarily because I think the public thinks of both writers and authors as folks who you know, wall themselves up in some excluded space and never have anything to do with anybody and are all you know, reclusive and a little bit crazy. I mean, and maybe you know, if you're out picking up corn cobs, <laughs> you might struggle to argue with that. Although, <laughs> along your line, is she said to do, along your line to do it you gotta you do have to kind of rip a little bit apart of your apart away from yourself but i'm just curious you know how does mm-hmm. feedback happen within the art world is it anything like what i just described in in a writer's world well so having been a writer and having experienced sort of the workshop environment i haven't i know they exist and probably there is the similar sort of critique session in the world of art and I'm sure it's happening at all the universities and colleges. For me, I started making art like after I was out of that environment. And so I was I was just sort of, I felt like I was just in this, I was blindfolded in a room sort of searching for like, like the wall, like trying to get my bearings. And what really helped me is I've, I have a good online community. Um, I feel like, you know, it's a, Instagram is a tool that I've used to connect with a lot of different artists. And I feel like it's sort of, that's where I get more of that feedback and inspiration and critique. And then also just this past year, I've been able to connect with a lot more of Iowa artists through the Iowa arts council. 
Um, and that's been really beneficial as well. Just, you know, because even it's, I mean, I just get inspired by seeing what other artists are doing all the time. That's kind of like why Instagram feed is literally just abstract artists and just seeing what people are up to. That and a couple of cat memes. I'm not going to lie. Like there's some cat memes on there as well. But I feel like that's everybody's social media, right? Um, so aside from the cat memes, I'm, I'm just constantly looking at and seeing what other people are doing and getting inspiration from their ideas. And, and, and then by putting my own work out there, I do, you know, it's a way to get feedback as well. So um, I guess for me, that's kind of where it's happened, just because being um, where I am in Clinton and there aren't a lot of other, I haven't, I mean, they're there. I'm, I'm going to find them. Um, and maybe it would be great to have like a little salon where we could get together and, and have critique sessions, but um, not, I'm not there yet. Okay. We would like to thank our guests for the 524th show, artist Gabby Torres. He's talked to us about themes to focus, balance, and connectivity to ourselves in the natural world. The history buffs for today's show are Brett Menard and Jay Swords. ROI can be found at 9.30 p.m. Friday nights on KALA Radio or on the web at tunein.com. If you're looking for older programs, you'll find them at soundcloud.com. Just put KALA radio, radio in the search and click on the first icon and scroll down to find nearly a decade of ROI shows. You can also find ROI on all your favorite streaming platforms. ROI is recorded at station KALA, St. Ambrose University.